been doing your own movies for a couple years. Ramping up now. I read uh, you're going to spend about $400 million on four movies that are coming out this year, okay. give or take. You can never believe what you read. Sometimes. Um, Um, you know, what, what we're really focused on is how do we push the creative boundaries um, and doing shows that uh, bring people together, are exciting, polarize people. Hey guys, this is Pat here with a word from one of this week's sponsors. I want to tell you about the book Dark Psychology by Dr. Charles Whitford. So this just came out and a lot of people are comparing it, saying it's like, you know, the new 48 Laws of Power. I don't read much nonfiction, but I was blown away by this book. It's not hyperbole to say it completely transformed the way I look at business and also relationships. Uh, you need to read this book if you're a business owner, a content creator, or if you're just trying to, you know, slither around on the apps. If you want to get ahead in life, you've got to read Dark Psychology. So you might be familiar with Dr. Charles Whitford from recent appearances on the Rogan podcast, on Andrew Huberman's podcast. This guy's the real deal. He studied psychology at Stanford. He was in private practice uh, for a number of years. He's consulted on all the dating apps that are probably on your phone. He really, really understands human behavior. Sold at any major bookstore, but I know you guys like to make your lives easier. So if you're in North America, just go to drcharleswhitford.com, use promo code LOYAL15 at checkout for 15% off the hardcover. That is L-O-Y-A-L one five at checkout. Uh, if you don't have this in your home library, I don't know what to say. You're not based and you're leaving money on the table. So go check it out. All right, here's the episode. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. A few minutes of banter to let the audio balance out. Pretend we didn't have a huge falling out in LA and we still want to be here doing this podcast. Yeah, man, just <laughs> let out a sigh of... <sighs> <laughs> okay, professionals, professionals. Yes, welcome back, folks, to How Original Podcast. This is season two, episode maybe four. We're covering Love is Blind. This is a very professional podcast. We would never banter for 40 minutes. We go straight to it. Meat and potatoes, no foreplay. George, what do you think about Love is Blind? All right, before that, though, <laughs> let's talk about LA. Yeah, we, uh, we got to talk about LA. Because any any devoted listener will know that we took a little vacation and we missed a week, which was not our intention. And I apologize for that. I don't know if you apologize. Do you feel remorse for missing a week? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. Um, I, I'd issue a formal apology to loyalists. Here's the thing. I'm was... loyal back to the loyalists. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's, I, it's a two-way street. I was thinking about this at breakfast today. I'm like, our listeners are not the kind of people who should be left to their own devices for like more than a week, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. These are people who should be reporting back to a halfway house or having some kind of ankle monitor system. <laughs> In fact, I texted a friend. I'm like, oh, are you available for a phone call on Sunday? I'd like to catch up. And I'm like, story about no episode last week. I know that was probably tough. And he's like, my therapist heard all about it. <laughs> yeah man went to la i'm right now i'm sporting a shirt that says la now i know what you guys might think la stands 
you're wearing a Los Angeles <laughs> shirt, George. How tacky is that? Well, I got news for you guys. L.A. on this shirt actually stands for lethal amounts, which was a... and the T is a upside down cross like for the devil. Oh, yeah. And the the L.A. logo is like composed out of kind of safety pins. So they're flipping the classic L.A. Uh, text iconography. Yeah. Um, so this store was in little Tokyo and we were kind of just killing time on our last day before the airport. I think a rapper should name himself Little Tokyo. It would be such a dope name. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, a... Okay, I'm going to take that and then get canceled. So nobody else named themselves <laughs> Little Tokyo. That's going to be me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was such a uh, dope store. Like mostly clothing, but also like very obscure books. One of which I purchased. And read and, and finished. And read, which maybe I'll get to later. It was fucking bananas. A lot of chains hanging from the ceiling yeah. as well for no discernible reason. Yeah, I would say two chains, two to four chains. There were four, hanging. if not five. Oh, OK. And I think it's, one it's of them five. was one of them long enough to kind of coil a bit on the floor. Yes. Or were they just all I, I think a lot of them were almost touching the floor, do you, just like levitating. Do you think those chains get used for any practical purpose? Um, well, the whole store or was very purpose. kind of S&M themed, uh, very like BDSM tinged, a lot of like punk iconography on the shirts. I'm saying, what do you think happens after that closed, <laughs> uh, after that open sign turns to closed? Uh, I wish we had asked our uh, heavily head tattooed uh, <laughs> cashier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we had a couple of uh, interesting looking sort of uh retailers i think this trip uh one of whom was 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 that gentleman yeah uh, the other one was actually i asked amanda about this because we were at the uh the dispensary and one of the ladies there was looked very young and she was wearing like a lot of rouge like a looked too young to work at a dispensary to the point where it's like you shouldn't be here <laughs> <laughs> um she yeah, so much rude. She looked like she was from like, like uh, the 17th century. You know what I'm talking about? Like she yes. was like Marie Antoinette or yeah, something. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I asked Amanda about this because we were wondering, like, was that is this like a new trend? Maybe. Mm. So I, I think this is a Zoomer thing. Well, is, you gotta. We gotta ask Young Michael, our correspondent. Young Michael. Yeah, Zoomer correspondent. Right yeah. Right in. I, I'd like for Michael to start emailing us from time to time. We need a boots on the ground report. Yeah. A booty on the ground report about <laughs> these Zoomer chicks with the fucking rude, crazy, insane rude. She made me think face. of like, I know you haven't seen it, but the kid drug dealer in Euphoria mm. who is like a, an 11 year old with a face tat. I haven't seen it, but this already yeah. rings true and I can relate. To uh, it. Also, what stood out to me at that dispensary, which we only went to the one dispensary one time, uh, we didn't. <laughs> Cough and re-up. Despite the allegations. Despite the allegations. (laughs) Despite that we were allegedly cited at multiple dispensaries (laughs) around the city. Those are deep fakes. Don't trust them. Uh, (laughs) What I noticed was how many like weapons and paraphernalia the uh, security guard had. That was weird too. Because he had like a vest. He had handcuffs. He had, I think, maybe some sort of baton and then like a taser. So what is happening in these weed stores that we need to arm our weed store attendants, door people to such an extreme extent? Yeah, as far as I know, there has never been a uh, a shooting uh, or like a uh, a mass shooting at a weed store. So I don't know why. Right. Well, 
I mean, downtown LA is kind of a roll of the dice. Right, right, so, right. Do you think there are wars between the dispensaries? Do you think there are <laughs> dispensary wars going on? Damn, I didn't even think about do, that. Do you think uh, Green Queen, which is where we went, Q, in case you're wondering, Q-W-E-E-N for Queen. Wait, that's not how it's spelled? <laughs> uh, do you think there's do you think there's wars between the dispensaries dispensary wars maybe yeah <clears throat> well i will say so my main takeaway about la is that there's a very subtle but it's there it's like a dark psychic undercurrent underneath everything there's a dark energy a soft LA. white underbelly uh, if you will <laughs> if you will a soft white underbelly yeah i don't know uh as soon as we got back to vancouver it's like i almost felt a sense of relief like it was a fun trip. I think we did everything we set out to do. We saw some cool shit, but BC makes sense to me. You know, yeah. Vancouver, Victoria, the interior. Right. I understand all that. LA has a very different energy and sort of way of being. LA has no interior. No detail. No, <laughs> no it's all exterior. Um, yeah, and like someone of my I didn't tell you this. One of my coworkers was like, Oh, how was your trip? I saw all the photos you're posting on your story. Not quite what I expected. <laughs> she thought I would like take photos of beaches like a normal person. And instead, what I did was take a bunch of photos of like urban decay and landscapes <laughs> and kind of make it look like an apocalyptic wasteland. I, I egged you on. Yeah. I was, well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was culpable here too. Also, for the listeners, George took literally two photos the entire time. Both were of me smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Lying between our two beds like a... <laughs> Like some sort of a bridge, yeah, between worlds, between two worlds. It was pretty good. And don't worry, and, listeners, and hands, it, and hands free vaping. It, yeah, I was laying in like a Jesus Christ pose, as if I'd been crucified. And then just, do any of you guys ever do this, where you lay on your back and put a vape in your mouth and just hit it as many times as you can before you have to like spit it out? <laughs> Maybe that's just a me thing. <laughs> before you choke on it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I nearly died. Thank God you were there to give me mouth to mouth. In fact, I think that's how Kurt Cobain died. <laughs> I think he choked on his own vape. (laughs) They're like, it's less embarrassing if we print suicide by gun. So, (laughs) dude, you know what I learned about speaking of just like celebrity death related? um, I think we were talking about this a few episodes ago, and I think this is a known thing. You know what? I think we mentioned how, I think this was during the uh, Pale Blue Eye episode. I was, I was mentioning how so many assassins have the third, the middle name. Oh, right, right. And we were talking about, yeah, how Edgar Allan Poe might have died. Like Lee Uh, Harvey Oswald. Yeah. yeah. uh, all the actually serial killers too right like mm, john, wayne, john gacy. wayne gacy um what, what were the other uh yeah lee harvey oswald um uh anyway there's a few of them mm-hmm. there's a couple of these guys yeah, with the middle names it's a type i wish i could off my head name it's okay we can move on the other few but i, I feel i failed myself and, and, <laughs> and the loyalist but i guess that's a good sign that i can't do this just off the top of my head right that I just it can't. W- that I can't name assassins. It would off be a little dome. unnerving. Yeah. Uh, what Eminem song is it? I think it's on Relapse. One of the songs. Maybe, maybe it's Must Be the Ganja, where he's talking about like I can name every serial killer <laughs> that ever existed. Like put him in chronological, or whatever. <laughs> must be, must be the ganja. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, I, what I I was listening to a podcast because I was telling you I'm trying to get clean in terms of podcasts. I'm trying yeah. to clean up my podcast. <laughs> For the listeners, too. George is a woke cuck now, and he's like, oh, I, I got to eat granola and listen to positive podcasts. And I'm like, what if I just watch YouTube videos of the Be A Man podcast? <laughs> Dude, okay. So 
so much to talk about. Um, I because I was telling you in LA, like I, I'm only subs- I only listen to evil podcasts right, right now, like cons- demon time, demon time, conspiracy type shit. Because um, you're, have you said on mic that you're into like the OG podcaster, like uh, Adam, Adam Curry, who basically like invented the form? Right? Yeah, that's and he's gone kind of off the rails. Like, if it, it is it my only source of news? <laughs> Maybe don't answer that. <laughs> I, I can I will neither confirm nor deny. Um, do I learn everything I learn from the Joe Rogan experience? Perhaps. Right. Um, anyway, this is why I need I need to broaden my podcast spectrum <laughs> right now. Um, so I was listening to some stuff you should know, and uh, what they told me was the reason that a lot of these people have the middle name included, like Lee Harvey Oswald, isn't because they use that full name in the everyday, but it's just to distinguish them from other Lee Oswald. Right. Cause that's like a super generic name where you might get a bunch of people by right. the same name. So it's kind of like to make that individual so notorious and distinct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just to single them out. So that's a fun yeah. fact I, I learned from my. Imagine being named Adolf Hitler in the forties, just being like, right. Come on. Right. 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 <laughs> I don't co-sign any of this. They didn't give him the middle name. No, so I guess no. there weren't a ton of Adolf Hitlers. Like there was no fear of that. But that would, no. be, that would be pretty funny though. Has, like just Adolf John Hitler. Has <laughs> anyone done what is his middle name? that mustache aside from Michael Jordan? Like since World War II? Uh, you know what? A uh, band I love named Sparks, who I went to see in concert. Real old headband. <laughs> They're like 80. I went to this concert by myself. I bought a hoodie. Uh, like a really expensive hoodie <laughs> the most expensive thing you currently own uh the uh keyboardist in that band uh ron male whoa they're both they're the male brothers by ron, the way ron, <laughs> ron male is like a fake name i would give if i was getting arrested so imagine a ron male who's a keyboardist who has a hitler mustache <laughs> so yeah new, there was new one favorite other, type of guy there was one other guy um <laughs> let me see adolf hitler's middle name while you were looking that up i also wanted to say i got through customs no problem so i flew out very early on the saturday i had an 820 flight out of ybr and they're like purpose of visit i'm like pleasure just sightseeing they're like what do you do for work where do you live okay have a good time i later learned on the sunday once you showed up you went into granular detail about I'm going to a podcasting workshop. It's hosted at Spotify Labs, all this stuff. <laughs> Despite my explicit instructions to not utter the word podcast at any sort of border clearance, <laughs> I've learned, you know, air border, land border, I imagine submarine border. They don't love it. Dude, I was trying to get ahead of it. I was trying to be, mm. I, my thought process was if I'm so specific, you will ask less questions. For some reason, I was like, if I'm too, if I'm very, very specific, he'll let me go. But if right. I'm too vague, he might be thinking I'm hiding something. Mm. And once the questions start coming out, if he invites me back into that, to that back room booth with that one single light bulb, right? And you have to do the Jason Bourne like stare down until he beat up all the guys thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I might have to chew through my, you know, zip, uh, zip, zip ties, ties yeah. zap straps, whatever. Um. 
uh, anyway, so that was my plan. It didn't work. He, <laughs> he, it, it just led to more questions until... I... Who told you that would happen? <laughs> Sorry, not to be a dick, but who could have foreseen this? Because he was like, wait, you're going to a podcasting work... So he said, this is for work. I'm like, yes. He's like, where do you work? I'm like, at the school district. He was like, <sighs> wait... <laughs> Dude. Uh... He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then before he could ask me, for, I could see in his eyes so much confusion, so many more questions behind those eyes. And then as he was about to just... <laughs> grill me ferociously this filipino this lovely filipino man tried to sneak in through the border behind me and he was like which is famously not how the border works it's very much a one at a time operation (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah there's no two for one no no, there's there's no no bogo (laughs) certainly no bogo Um, border bogos (laughs) He was he was trying to border Bogo, and uh, uh, he was the guard was having none of it. Um, he was like, "Sir, sir, sir, step behind the line, step behind the line." And that distracted him enough that he was like, "Okay, you you are free to go." Where he's like, I need "Okay, to see this, to this this guy is the cause for concern. This like <laughs> this quote unquote podcaster, we'll let him in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think the issue with him was he was also looking way too happy because these, mm. these Filipino gentlemen they're 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 happy go lucky, you know they they love life. They they have a real zeal for things you know yeah um and uh, but i think the that could be mistaken Mm. when you're a border guard for like (laughs) hey nothing's wrong nothing's wrong border guards aren't big on betraying emotions no yeah no so then when we took our uh flight back like we were both going through customs back on the canadian side in my head i was like george i don't fucking mention anything about podcasting (laughs) and i'm like wait so they have presumably notes that like each of us went individually to la now it's like oh god are we gonna have to get into the story of like why we didn't travel together like what we did i was really and it was also late at night at that point i'm like i just want to get home but they very much did like a literally checked your receipt like your declaration wave you through like they didn't want to say anything yeah yeah so So, uh yeah (laughs) we weren't under scrutiny there we got away with it um Um, oh for that Fans are loyalists are on the edge of their seats right now. Yes. I gotta release them from their uh Yeah, Hitler's middle name. Hitler's middle name. So Adolf Hitler's real name was actually Adolphus Hitler. Dude. Wait. Christianed Adolphus Hitler. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's part of Christened Adolphus hmm. Hitler. So Adolf was I, the middle name. This person says, I have done research on Hitler since I was 10 years old. I am now in the 10th grade. <laughs> bit of a red flag uh hope this person's doing all right and they've maybe found some other hobbies wait a minute is this just a forum is this just (laughs) george get off the hitler forums (laughs) you're like i'm trying to cleanse my podcast diet so anyway i'm on hitlerdidnothingwrong.org and the fellas have some stuff to say i'm on r slash hitler what is this cora i was on cora earlier cora's Uh, trying to mislead me trying to figure out whether or not i should eat a hamburger that might have been left out anyway moving on um oh so we went to the comedy store and you know we saw some murders at the store oh yeah we we saw so much stand up we were there for like four or five hours because it was like an open <laughs> format thing where it was kind of like there wasn't a big name but it was like slowly bigger and bigger comics getting up on stage throughout the night and like it just went like it started at seven and we had to go at midnight yeah man it was uh it was a <laughs> like marathon how, 
the most uncomfortable chairs oh, ever. I was dying by the end. And we were literally like front, middle front row. Dude, I got roasted I, so hard. I got crowd worked a bit too, but you got the worst of it and by a few different comedians. I feel like I was kind of able to, you know, maybe play ball a bit, but you got roasted. I got roasted because uh, <laughs> in hindsight, fully, I was asking for it because I... The way you were dressed. The way I was dressed, folks. Uh, I was wearing shorts, <laughs> which, I mean, so, I mean, I'm from Vancouver, obviously Vancouver so, yeah so to me it was shorts weather um to the rest of LA this was not shorts weather this was tight <laughs> jeans weather yeah tight jeans and t-shirts weather and so I guess every single comic was just looking up into my shorts the entire yeah. time and uh they were having none of it they <laughs> they, they were also, destroying me like what are you doing here who dressed you also did you did you do this did, <laughs> was this were you kidnapped and then just let go and they put shorts on you? Yeah. Have you been locked in someone's basement for the last six years and this is like your first day out? Like, were you raised by wolves? <laughs> shorts wearing wolves. And I will say, they did not like us when we tried to go to the Chateau Marmont for like a drink or to hang out. Because uh, we were first turned away. They were citing very specific hours of operation. We're like, oh, no worries. We come back a little bit later. They're like, there's a dress code. You can't wear shorts. Anymore. Yeah. You haven't made a reservation. You're not a guest. You can't wear shorts. They were just like rapid fire hitting us with the reasons <laughs> they did not want to see us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of tempted to be like, oh, he's not with me. Can I get in? <laughs> They're like, sir, you're wearing jeans. You're you're a lord among men. <laughs> you're wearing jeans and a Burberry button up. Sir, we've been expecting you. I was a bit of a foil that day. Yeah, That's, that is true. <laughs> I was a bit of a trickster spirit <laughs> that day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was banned from TV, as, yeah. as they say. And then on the way back from the comedy store, we had the most insane Uber driver. Oh my god, that that dude was... That, was, that guy was a... We saw some murderers at the com comedy store. This guy was a true, actual murderer, I this, think. <laughs> I think he's an actual murderer. I think he had a middle name, let's it's just not... say great when uber drivers you know you're chatting chit chat whatever they get warmed up and they start talking about past run-ins with the law and uh past just... past d almost duis yeah it's like hmm and going actually I haven't... don't tell us this yeah he's like i blew a 0.04 on the last breathalyzer i can't believe they stopped me it's like dude it sounds like sure they had every right to stop i'm pretty you. sure that's close to what the limit would be in california yeah. like i think it's 0.05 in bc so yeah, it's true. like it's not nothing um however uh Raphael, who you gave it two star rating to, yeah <laughs> very funny that you didn't go one star you're like well we arrived right, right, right. um i he... feel like because listen that, this is the same on letterbox you know when once you give that five star movie well i mean i guess you could take it back but it's like you can't find the ceiling too early. Mm. You know what I mean? The same as you can't find the bottom. The floor. The floor. If you will. Yeah, sure. The floor. Yeah. The the floor too early. Because <laughs> the reverse ceiling. Because what do you know? You might see a fucking shittier piece right. of garbage, you know? Fair. The next week. So um, you know, I'm just I'm just leaving room. I'm just leaving so, room. I will say, despite our issues with Raphael's narratives he was telling, kind of his whole driving style, the bizarre noises his car was making he did say 
literally after coming from watching stand up for five hours he did say probably the funniest thing i heard the entire night so we were leaving the sunset strip going and my by, response was really good too going <laughs> by uh, i guess the pretty famous strip club girls 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 which i think is what motley crew based their song upon oh. anyway he's like looking out the window he's like girls 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 i wonder what's in there and he was so deadpan i didn't know whether to chime in and then he said girls <laughs> and then he follows it up with i don't like to read between the lines you know i like to know what's happening <laughs> and i've been thinking about that non-stop yeah, ever too. since me too me too i'm like i don't like to read between the lines either yeah I, I like to know what i'm in for how many girls do you think it would have taken him to understand that there are girls <laughs> inside of the building right inside of the premise as they're pro i mean i didn't see it as we were going by but presumably very overtly a strip club right right like right. i imagine even without the title it's abundantly clear what this commercial space is dedicated to yeah i, mean, I, I think <laughs> girls, he needed, girls girls i think like six girls right girls girls, like, girls, oh, girls 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 oh, oh. ah ladies 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 <laughs> uh we did stay at the broad hotel mm -hmm. in downtown la yeah. which was fantastic oh, you so like the hotel a lot right i loved it man it, it was, was uh it was a, it was a, so a character hotel for yeah. char characters welcome <laughs> is, was the tagline yeah no i will say as much as a lot of what i saw in la was like bleak and fucked up downtown did have a lot of um like very classic character buildings and yeah, stuff like the Broad is a great example where super classic building that's been made into like a boutique hotel. Mm -hmm. um, what was I going to say? Oh, the night I was there solo, it was insanely loud. Like mm. I woke up like five times in the night thinking like, is there a war that's broken out on the street? And then I was, <laughs> it's, it's the dispensary wars, Pat. <laughs> yeah. They are raging outside in the, the street. The guy's doing citizen's arrest and batoning people. <laughs> so then I was warning George when he got there Sunday. I'm like, hey, man, great to see you. Glad you're here. Just so you know, the hotel probably there's going to be a ton of street noise tonight. There was not a peep all night. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like, well, what the fuck did I get on Saturday? <laughs> it was anarchy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, the rooftop pool was sick. I was yeah. chilling very hard in that rooftop pool. Um, yeah. The it, rooftop was super cool because it was like a pool on one side with like loungers, like an undercover area that the bar itself was in, and then like the bar patio on the other side. Although you could take drinks like anywhere once yeah. you ordered. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, yeah, you could sort of see out on the street mm -hmm. um, below. It was it was sick. And uh, you were really trying to dissuade me from going to that pool because you were like, I tried it, man. It was cold. Yeah, because, okay, so and when to I... to be fair, it was cold. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Just like you later admitted you got cold in your shorts. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, fucking new. <laughs> I recanted so much. Um, yeah, because I got, got there maybe around 1 p.m.-ish on Saturday. Um, took like a nap, charged my phone. Then I went out. I'm like, I'm in a new city. I can't just be in the hotel. I got to do stuff. Uh, actually, I guess I went up to the patio for a bit and checked it out. And then I went out, went to the... Wait, sorry. No, I said the hotel was the broad. That's that's incorrect. Oh, the ace. The museum is the broad. The hotel is the ace. The ace. So I went to the broad museum which was so cool for like a free attraction just incredible yeah. uh, collection there yeah rules um i didn't 
uh, go against the guard's advice and put my hand into the mirror thing. <laughs> They're telling everybody three times, like, do not put your hands in. Don't put any limbs in. Don't lean in. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, man, the, the broad was dope. But I came back to the hotel and then I was like about to go out for dinner. And I'm like, oh, I should take a dip first. So I went up to the rooftop around maybe 6.30. Still seemed pretty warm, pretty bright out. Went into the pool within 15 seconds. My teeth were chattering. And I'm right. like, this was not the move. <laughs> There's a reason I'm the only person doing this. <laughs> so then I was telling George, I'm like, don't take a dip too late. It's going to be cold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're very motherly on the trip. I liked it. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe this, maybe this sounds like I'm a micromanager. I feel I feel like I was normal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I was just trying to steer you right. <laughs> no, I, re- I appreciate it. I need to be steered right. <laughs> sometimes it's like i had 18 hours more experience in the hotel than you did so i'm like what what wisdom can i impart yeah 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 you were my uh yeah my north star my shaman my north star yeah (laughs) um what else i'm trying to think of things we saw um we got crowd worked um (laughs) yeah my (laughs) should i talk about like my experience getting into la proper uh yeah yeah, so folks, next time you're in a new city and you're like, Google Maps seems to have recommended something sane and normal. A shuttle, a train, a bus, and I'm there. How bad could it be? Maybe look a little more into the neighborhoods as having you make those connections in. Yeah, because you, uh, I guess your plan was to take, to offset some of the Uber costs and uh Which shuttle- I still owe you for a lot of that. Oh, yeah, too. <laughs> you're uh yeah you're you're in over your head i'm I'm financially embattled (laughs) i've i've charged a lot to the game and now i'm like the game needs to start paying me dividends now that's all right though because the interest is just building just quietly (laughs) building so i was trying to not to bring anything up just quietly building um yeah so i was thinking like oh it seems cheap and like you know i i feel like i'd be in an uber for a while anyway because it's la traffic so why don't i just do it the transit way so Took the shuttle to the train, thought not nothing of it. And like, I was thinking of trains like I've seen in Michael Mann movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was the one. I think that was more the one we saw on our way back to the airport that was like running into downtown. Yeah. This was, um, put me in a neighborhood that's like not good where I, uh, let's say stood out as the white <laughs> gentleman that I am. Uh, I don't think anyone really understood why I was in that area especially people passing by for transit people just kind of milling around right, right, right. the lift driver i very quickly called to be like get me out of here you're a bit of a man out of time well okay because i thought like it's a train connecting with the bus it'll be at like a major hub like a loop of sorts it'll be highly visible even if i want an uber it'll be easy to call this right right so i realized when i exited the station i was in the middle I took stairs down into the middle of like six lanes of traffic and the bus that was supposed to come, it doesn't have its own shit. It just has a tiny little thing where it pulls over, picks you up and then gets back on the highway. So I'm like, it was an image that the European mind truly could not comprehend. Just like a hellscape of traffic. I'm like, where the fuck am I? And you're wearing a blazer too. I'm wearing a blazer. I'm wearing like acid wash jeans and new balances. I have a big dumb duffel bag with me. I'm like, I don't love this. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. This is too depressing. I just want to be in LA. I'm getting out of here. So I traverse 
back up like a million steps, go back to where the train dropped me off out to the other side thinking like, oh, finally street level. Yeah. It's like a fucked up parking lot where it's like the cars have been there for years. <laughs> uh, people are looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. And then I got my lift and got into LA, but the driver was like, what brought you here? I'm like, last time I tried Google Maps. He's like, yeah, I had a lady once tried to do the same thing. She uh, didn't like it. Right. I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. Yeah, man. Uh, Okay, let's take a little break. Let's cut to a break. And uh, when we come back, uh, a few more, I think a few more LA stories. Yeah, maybe a few more things. A a bit of news. Yeah. And then we'll dive into uh, Lib. Lib. We're lib cucks, folks. <laughs> and so are you. <laughs> For listening. <laughs> Too bad. You almost, whoa, whoa, whoa. You almost caught me unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to be... Uh... Stay ready strapped. to quick draw also for the it's listeners the this is the first time we've done an episode not seated across from each other at a kitchen table yeah we are sitting joe budden podcast style on my couch <laughs> yeah and we're just holding the mics what do you call this parallel we're parallel, parallel. to each other yeah parallel thinking yes yeah uh we're kind of making eye contact occasionally occasionally yeah <laughs> not too much we're not getting weird yeah the same amount as you would make with your dad when you're driving in the passenger seat yeah and he's like so they told you about sex at school yet (laughs) and you're like no tell me how to do it yes every teenage child has had their sex talk on a long (laughs) drive to whistler oh it's always like a long drive you've got to be in the car for like an hour plus on a curved very curvy highway a very windy highway and it's like this is the right this feels like the right time (laughs) you know it's just us in the car it's just us here yeah just the fellas yeah yeah much like our listeners yes actually no there there's almost an even split between men and women listening at the moment well that's good i think it's good if any of this spotify data is to be believed oh yeah we are famous now we've seen a big uptick in listens yes yes we haven't really talked about the lab actually right? no no should we get into that is there anything else before the lab that we need to discuss from la (laughs) Just that guy who asked us where Gold's gym is. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the Mecca. Do you want to? Well, he approached me, so maybe I should tell it. So yeah. we're walking. We're like, okay, we'll do the walk from Santa Monica down to Venice, like along the water. Uh, and it was kind of hazy and like not spectacular. But we were in Venice, and we were actually waiting for an Uber, I guess, to a restaurant recommendation we'd had, like maybe a couple miles away. And this older guy... Like I, he wasn't in workout stuff. Like he was in jeans. He was in like a V-neck sweater. Yeah, and like jeans. And he comes out to me, and he's and like, "I was in shorts, obviously." Yeah, and we we're both in bucket hats, like a couple <laughs> of chuckle fucks that we are. And this guy comes up to me, and he's like, "Do you know where Mecca is? Gold's Gym." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I don't." Like, <laughs> and then he kind of just stared at me with the INTJ stare, and I'm like, "I'm not from here." <laughs> Like, did he think that I, first of all, what the fuck do you mean? Where's Mecca? Is he saying that like he thinks we're gym rats or like everybody knows us? Right. And also it's like, if somebody says they don't know where something is, they're probably telling the truth. Right. Like, also, I feel like he had a bit of an Arnold accent. Did did you get a bit of an Arnold accent? A bit of something. Yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) I think he had a bit of the gold's gym bug. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the fever. He, yeah, man. He was he was feverish for sure. Um, he yeah, that was weird. That was just weird. That was weird. Because he was he asking to use our phone? That's the question. Because like, because mm. he could easily look this up on a phone. So did he not have a phone? And if he did want us to use our phone to look it up, he could have just asked. Yeah, but he seemed to want to us to know to this know. off the dome. Off he seemed to really be disappointed that we didn't know this off the top of our head. Yeah. And also, it's like if this site is so important to you that you're referring to it as Mecca, right? This wouldn't you site. have looked it up more diligently before arriving in Venice? Great point. Yeah. <laughs> if it truly means as much to you, like I would expect like tattoo coordinates, like Right. Huh. Right. Uh, it doesn't really add up. No, it doesn't add up. You're right. Was do you think he do you think it was he was trying to like get an alibi for a crime he was about to commit or something? Like like that could have not couldn't have been him. I saw him. At he was 5 going PM. to Mecca. He was headed to Mecca. So he was doing supersets at Mecca. Officer, that couldn't have been him. <laughs> yeah, that was he was just cruising for alibis. You ever just was... cruise for alibis? <laughs> Constantly. When am I not? <laughs> um yeah, we should talk a bit about the lab. Yeah, man. So that was our last day in LA. So we had plenty of time to do the lab and then hang out and go to the airport after. But yeah, we got to see the Spotify like podcaster office. Where the sausage is made. Truly. Yeah. No, it was cool. They have so many like individual recording rooms set up there. Yeah. They have like, you know, those fucking sets, those really just nice generic looking sets yeah. that you see in podcast. <laughs> Uh, on video podcast videos we saw it up close and personal we yeah yeah we saw how the lighting can change and how you can how you can work the booth to to sort of make that space uh you know more up to your your podcast flavor your standards um yeah we we met a bunch of podcasters we networked we connected yeah. i would say like it was so dope seeing like the physical infrastructure for the podcast industry and then also meeting people who are probably further along in their journey uh than we are and just like yeah feeling the energy of that and like getting kind of inspired shouts out uh casey adams i believe yeah yeah he has yeah a, he seemed like an og yeah well he did for you larry king apparently that the last the final larry king interview yeah, yeah larry king's finale um I was going to say, I don't think the brief interview we did has surfaced yet. No, not I don't yet. think I've seen it anywhere. Perhaps it's in the vault. Perhaps <laughs> we're canceled. But George and I did give a very brief interview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Where I thought I gave some great advice for aspiring podcasters. You sure did. Dude. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just, just get Don't it get out, stuck man. in ideation, I believe is what I said. Don't get stuck in the deep breathing stage. No, no, certainly not. <laughs> uh shouts out rebecca yeah no set path show no set path pod i i have so i downloaded one for the plane and then i'm like i actually just want to sleep on the plane so i'm going to give this like more attention later and i i still have yet to listen but yeah i think i think i will tonight when i'm on transit yeah um met a few audio engineers and uh, producers and uh, uh yeah i was gonna say i i still have the card of the producer we met i composer good uh, i'm i intend to email at some point this weekend good yeah. good uh we met someone with some studio space yeah. in la so uh we can post up if we're ever in town <laughs> yeah well i mean i wish we lived in la so we could 
you know, potentially like, I don't know what the rates would be, but actually go record at Spotify at least once. Cause they did say like, yeah, it, it will be open to the public very soon. So I, this seemed to be like also half a workshop, which like we learned a lot of tricks of the trade, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, sitting Joe Budden style instead of just on hard ass chairs. Cause apparently these ball, these sound waves, folks, they bounce off of things. We do have bass trap set up in the corner of the room now. Yeah, dude. I've completely gutted my uh, parents' apartment that we record in. Don't this, tell them. This is a bass trap house. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Your house is a bass Everything trap house. Everything is foam. I'm ensconced in foam. <laughs> Soft surfaces reflect sound waves better. So. Or That's a little free. Because I don't think... Wait, do we agree on what we heard in the workshop? Oh, right, right, right. They, they absorb them. They absorb them. and kind of create an echo almost. Oh, right, right. They absorb them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was a, that's a free free one for you guys. That's a little workshop well, George, just for you. As I always say, the game is to be sold, not told. So cut that stuff out. Okay. That's fair, that's, that's, fair. that's the one tip we'll give our audience. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's for the for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the patrons. <laughs> uh but yeah no that was fucking sick we got some mics we got yeah. some uh we got a little one of those circle lights for that zoomers have should we say what happened to our circle light though oh god dude was... so george and i didn't anticipate that we would be given anything to take away and obviously they're anticipating these people came by car not by airplane so we have our spotify branded mic but don't tell Spotify guys, we had to get rid of our ring light as we were having lunch because it just wouldn't fit in our bags. And I already have a ring light. Yeah, so. dude, we put it in a garbage bag. We tied a cinder block to it and threw it into the LA river. Well, it's like we threw out the ring light in that restaurant we were having lunch at, but then the box, like the packaging for everything was too big. So we had to find like three different garbage cans, like <laughs> properly dispose of it. Yes. <laughs> we were professionals. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, overall, I would say the lab was a really fun experience and it definitely gave us kind of a new perspective on podcasting. And just like, I think in Vancouver, we feel a bit removed from like the pulse of the industry, but it's like, there are lots of people out there making a living, um, out of this and taking it very seriously. And it sounds like we're holding it down. Yeah. We, we, we were repping Van, Van City. Over yeah. There, so, you know, we're holding it down here. Yeah. It, Usually people respond very positively when you say you're from Vancouver. Yes. Yeah. Usually there's a lot of like people are excited to visit or they've been meaning to visit. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. And I'm like, LA is a fucked up place. <laughs> I'd never go back. Every Brett Easton Ellis book, every Joan Didion book. They didn't describe it as dark enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dude. kidding. No. I, I do like LA. If I could be a professional podcaster, but the clause was that it had to be in LA, I, I would definitely do it. Yeah. 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 I'd be in Venice. I'd be at Mecca. <laughs> You'd be in LA. You'd be an Uber driver in LA. Like <laughs> like taxi driver, but you'd be Uber yeah. driver. You know what I mean? Well, when I got in the lift uh by myself, uh headed into downtown the first day, I was thinking of asking the guy, like, you ever seen that movie Collateral? <laughs> you ever worry about that? Because <laughs> you should start. <laughs> there were about a handsome white haired man in a gray suit <laughs> yeah i was wearing my grayest suit and i had a, a wig of gray hair yeah yeah <laughs> that's why everyone's looking at me like i was crazy at the <laughs> station <laughs> um yeah i think that pretty much does it for la yeah dude you introduced me to the be a man experience in la yes. and <laughs> i can't stop thinking about like what is 
I, I keep having this toxic thought of like, what is the manliest thing to do in this situation? Like well, li- literally you've ruined me because I was, yeah. br- I was brushing my teeth the other day. I have one of those electric toothbrushes Ooh. and I was like, and I stopped it early because there's like a timer that you're supposed to uh, not turn it off until the timer runs out. Um, it's like, whatever, 45 seconds. This whole or thing something. sounds so whack. Dude. So I was, and I had the thought because I turned it off early. I'm like, what is, what would the man, what's the manliest thing to do? Is it yeah. to turn off your toothbrush early or is it to stick with it and uh, persist until the timer runs out? <laughs> what do you think is the manlier move? Uh, it's to throw away your electric toothbrush and just have a normal one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To um, just brush with your finger and some baking soda. <laughs> yeah, like a twig, chimpanzee style. Yes. It's <laughs> good enough for chimps. Um, I think the manliest thing to do is to ignore the timer and just go off your own intuition. Go off, King. Thanks. So, but too. yeah, I showed George the uh, viral Instagram account. But even better than the Instagram is the accompanying podcast, which when you watch the Instagram, you're like, oh, these guys are... Co- clearly self-aware like skewering all this stuff then you watch the podcast and you're like this is deranged i'm not so sure i'm not yeah. convinced yeah. <laughs> it's truly insane stuff um, um the other thought i had was like so i was uh me and amanda went down to kits the other day yesterday um and i was like trying to find parking in yeah. Kits. and you know there's that parking strat of like follow follow a car you know what i mean <laughs> You're uh, understand or your sorry, victim. Sorry, follow a person to their car, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, as they're walking back to their car, and everybody tells you, you know, just find someone and follow them back to their car. I refuse to do this. I drive around nonstop until by chance mm. someone pulls out, and I think that's what a real man should do. Oh, interesting. On, in I'm the total People hate this. I'm the total opposite because I'm like, I've been in so many situations, mostly as a passenger, where it's like oh my god we could have been there by now if we had just taken a further away spot and then like walked a few extra blocks yeah yeah yeah. so i feel like it's always the best move to just park as soon as you can and then hoof it a little more oh yeah i mean uh yeah i'm not a stranger to parking far away but some people are so opposed that they're like i'd rather die (laughs) (laughs) i'll die in this fucking car i don't care die in your car be a man There was one the other day on the Instagram that was like, maybe I I think I sent this to you. It's like, work a job you hate and die on the factory floor. Be a man. Get buried in your Honda Fit. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, No, but I I just don't subscribe to the follow a person school of thought. I think it's a bitch move. I think just fucking keep driving nonstop until you see an empty spot. So it's like you want the universe to provide for you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. That's an abundance mentality. That's right. That's right. As discussed in the hit book, Dark Psychology, by Dr. Charles Whitford. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Promo right. code, loyal15. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we can get into lib now. Oh, let's get into lib. Liberals. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any liberals out there? Liberals in the house tonight. <laughs> um, okay, I wrote some notes down here. Yeah. This has a very active subreddit. Okay, tell me there about the subreddit. There are so many people who not only want to talk about the current season, they're following people from season one on social media. They'll be like, oh, did you guys see when this person went on this podcast two years after the fact? It's like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> How many podcasts do you think come off of Lib, like the Lib contestants? Oh, after so many, I bet. So many of them probably have their own pods now. 
but I, okay, so I bring up the subreddit because I wanted to say, I saw this post, which I've been thinking about and I want to get your opinion on. So somebody was saying basically like, we as viewers should feel guilty and stop watching this because we are complicit in like <laughs> something very exploitative, something that is harmful for contestants, negative uh, mental health, like blah, blah, blah. We shouldn't watch this. Ooh. And I... I think as mental health awareness starts to spread slash maybe become too serious, I, I do see a lot of this stuff where it's like, we shouldn't even watch this. Like, these shows are so harmful, right. blah, blah, blah. I personally think, look, I'm not going to fucking save the world. I'll watch it if it's put in front of me. Also, people are adults. They can think through, should I go on a reality show? Well, this is the same argument as like, you should recycle. Yeah. Where it's like, Placing, why is the onus on me? Yeah. Why is it on the individual to change these systemic things, regardless of whether you do or don't watch reality TV has existed for decades now? Yeah. And will continue to. Yeah. Because it's such a cheap, effective uh, model of making TV. Totally. No, I <laughs> do not agree. I don't think. Yes. I don't think the viewer is responsible. No, and I think yeah, it could be. Said You're doing that, like, nothing wrong, loyalists. Yeah. You're well, I don't. I don't think loyalists do a fault. lot of soul searching we're, about this stuff. We're, we're holding them like Goodwill hunting. It's not your fault, son. <laughs> it's not your fault. That was you and your therapist the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I just. I don't know. I think at this point, if you are an adult and you want to go on reality TV, you're very aware this could be negative for my day job this will lead to people discussing me online like all no. this stuff yes. um you know it, you're pretty informed it's not like this is the first reality show yes <laughs> right this has been around for a while i think we all know what can happen to people when they go on these shows they're not poor babes in the woods who are just snatched off the street you some know? of them are babes and, well, and some actually some, I, I would disagree are, some, some of them are poor flight attendant or dental high dental assistant babes <laughs> <laughs> jacqueline is one of them these 26 year old teenagers how could they exploit them yeah, uh, yeah in, in the words of eminem where were the parents at truly uh, like <laughs> truly. I, I think the blame is on their parents yes <laughs> and their teachers we're not teaching them about, enough about media literacy and how it works and how when you put yourself out there yeah like that uh bad things can happen dude what if one of your we kids well ended up on uh oh. reality tv oh i hope they would shout you me out. Okay, i hope they don't show me yeah out. no <laughs> Please i was gonna say presumably you would look back at that and be like oh that one got a bit away from me <laughs> uh also when i was reading this post i was kind of making myself laugh thinking about like do you think there have ever been two people in Roman times sitting like in the Colosseum watching gladiators kill each other being like, this is pretty toxic, right? I don't, I don't know if we should be watching this. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> like, I think humans have always just had this propensity to watch fucked up train wrecks. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's fascinating. <laughs> I want to watch a show and be like, yeah, I've made some bad choices, but ugh, I'm nothing like these people. I would never do this stuff. Dude, if they had cameras in the Roman times, a gladiator reality show would be sick. Oh, man, think about that. You ever seen the show Spartacus? No. The most violence and sex I've ever seen in a TV show. Fictionalized gladiator yeah. shit? Nice. Yeah. Nice. First season's good. 
the lead actor actually ends up dying, I believe, from cancer, and then they replace him, like they recast the character. Yeah, not as good after that. Oh, okay, but the first season, I think it's called like Blood and Sand. Whoa, very good. Try to find it. Blood on the sand. I think it was on. Wait, Stars or Cinemax? Mm. Maybe Cin. It seems like a Cinemax type thing. <laughs> Mr. Skin? Mm-hmm. Skinemax. I watched it on Mr. Skin. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Skin needs original I, content. It's just... <laughs> and I need to write the scripts for this. Yeah. I have some ideas. They need their own streaming platform. Uh, we also saw the billboard for the Fatal Attraction series. Yes. Um, on Prime, which... I don't know why they would ever need to make a series out of that. Right, right. <laughs> it seems like it was pretty well tackled in a 90-minute movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that um, Glenn Close? That was the Glenn Close one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. She got close. Um, now I'm thinking about, I think there's a Tech 9 song where he's talking about, you know, having sex. And it's like breaking dishes on the counter like Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about Tech Nine the other day and just how fucking dumb it is to try to be the fastest rapper. Remember that well, era in rap music where oh, it's like, totally. let's, let's all try to be the, I mean, this is to blame the white, the white boy who works too much, Eminem. Obviously, he yeah. started this. But it's like, <laughs> but what's with these people trying to be the fastest just to be rapper? Fast. It sounds bad. No, and I do like a lot of Tech Nine songs that are not from his like trying to be fast era. Yes, because he's made a ton of stuff over the past two decades. Totally. A lot of which he's not trying to be fast. Like, I mean, I also get pissed off at like the slowest rapper. <laughs> you know what I Wait, mean? Wait, the slowest? Who's that? I don't know, man. Fucking probably like I don't know. Like Soldier Boy is pretty slow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, hey, right. Oh. Uh, you would hate Lucky like, then because he sounds like he's about to OD on every song. He's just like mumbling yeah. over the beat. Yeah. You know, like microwave, microwave timer. <laughs> Wait, is that from a song or is that just stainless steel fridge? Right. You're doing a tour of a house. <laughs> You're a realtor slash rapper. Pale blue cow, pale blue eye. I don't know, man. Just slow, <laughs> just slow, man. <laughs> Just slow delivery. I want the RPMs right. to be normal. Just give me 50. Like 120. R- Wait, is 120 fast? I think 120 is. is a little fast. I uh. think just give me like give me like 70. You okay, I mean? 70 RPMs. Give me like 70 RPMs. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Love is blind. Reality TV. Do we feel remorse for these people? No. No, we don't. It's like bit. you're a grown-ass adult choosing to put yourself in this situation. Yeah. So. Um, and I don't feel Love is Blind is really any more. I don't feel it's any worse than really other reality shows, right? N- uh, ethically? No, I don't think yeah. so. Should we say what Love is Blind is? Do you think there's anyone listening who is unaware? Unaware. All right. So this <laughs> have they been in a coma since COVID and then they just woke up? Perhaps. Yeah. So the premise is this is an experiment where uh <laughs> high five Nick Lachey and uh Vanessa Vanessa Lachey try to a couple that truly has negative chemistry and zero charisma. <laughs> negative riz. Negative riz. Every time they're on screen, I'm like, are they aspirational? Are we supposed to like them as a couple? Oh, they suck. Their their sense of decor sucks. She's slowly dying from fillers. Very yep. sad. <laughs> <laughs> the fillers have spread to her brain. It's terminal. No filler, all killer. Great <laughs> um, Sum 41 album. Um, <laughs> One of our Uber drivers was listening to that. Did you notice? Dude, yeah. And then he was playing uh, Black Parade. Yes. And I had such a strong vibe because we exited the car back to the hotel. 
I fucking would have bet a thousand dollars. Next song would have been a Green Day song. Oh yes, I just got that vibe. Maybe a Smashing Pumpkins. Oh yeah, World is Vampire. <laughs> David S. Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So the experiment premise is that it's an experiment. People cannot. So people are dating and they are in pods with opaque walls so they can't see each other so they can talk they can communicate they cannot see what the other person is doing at any time and there's no way for them to like send images or correspondence to each other we should say aside from speaking so they don't know how they look and um they are egged on (laughs) they're pressured i think pretty heavily (laughs) to propose to one another well yeah um, in the span of like a week so the idea is the only way to leave the pods with someone and keep dating is to propose yeah, that's where the experiment really falls apart for oh, me yeah. because I think it's actually a really cool idea for a show, but upping the stakes so much, being like, now you're getting married in yeah. a month. It's like, well, now you're testing a different hypothesis, right? right? Like, can you get yes. married to somebody you barely know? Yeah, I'd say that's pretty different than like, is love blind? Could you fall in love with someone only hearing their voice? You're right. We we can't get real raw data from this so this is like when they were (laughs) testing out whether cigarette or whether coffee is bad for you Mm -hmm. what i heard was that they didn't they didn't control for cigarettes because a lot of people who uh drank coffee also smoked cigarettes and didn't control for that so they said initially coffee is very bad for you Mm. this is the same thing it's like is love blind well we can't know because you're making them marry each other in a week yeah it's like you're muddying the experiment yeah it's like look if you pick and choose the stats and put your finger on the scale you can argue for the so-called gender wage gap Mm -hmm. but frankly you know a lot of the enlightened individuals (laughs) in our podcast email account they're not they're skeptics right now right I, I talk a lot with skeptics <laughs> and you don't know about any of this. Cause I haven't given you the login. <laughs> you don't know what I do on Instagram. You don't know about dude, the email dude, based. I mean, based on mine and Amanda's tax returns, the gender pay gap, it goes the other way. <laughs> yeah. <If it. laughs> yeah. Folks, it's tough to be a man these days. It's tough to be a white male. These yeah. Days. Ron male. <laughs> Ron male. <laughs> With a Hitler That's mustache. Like if I was getting cuffed, literally, if I was getting cuffed and they're like, what's your name? I'd be like, Ron Male. <laughs> Where is Mecca? <laughs> Where is Mecca? So I'm Ron Male and I was looking for Mecca. I'm so sorry, officer. I didn't mean to swerve between the lanes like that. Texting and driving down my holly drive. <laughs> That's why I always take the 405. Dude, my brothers, I was at my, bro- I was at my parents' house the other day. It was my dad's birthday. They- Michael? Be, like he lost his mind when I wrapped the entirety of Diamonds from Sierra Leone. <laughs> dude, so funny. He lost his mind. He literally said to me, "Dude, you're so cool." Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit! I had so no impressed. idea that would resonate with Zoomers so much. Well, I actually introduced the song to them, so it was the first time they heard that song. So I think they were just Whoa. overstimulated on all fronts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what is this? What the? F- what is this song? These are like the best. Con- I I still think some of the best Kanye bars ever. Mm. When he goes, um, this song, the Indian dance to make it rain or something. Mm. Um, this track, the Indian dance to make our rain, rain. I forget what the fuck. That <laughs> it's a good. You one. were almost there. I swear uh, I could rap this whole thing. When he's talking about like. These ain't conflict diamonds, is they, Jacob? Don't lie to me, man. Like the <laughs> imagined conversation between him and Jacob the jeweler. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he's also referenced in other songs. 
immediately taking like the first bit of money he had to Jacob the jeweler right, to right, get right. iced out or something. Yeah. Jake the jeweler would be a good Which, rapper name. Look, Kanye has a real charge it to the game mentality where it's like, I can spend the money because I believe in myself and I'm going to make it back. Oh, yes. Which is what I, well, I was trying to be very Kanye esque looking over my credit card statement, <laughs> paying some of it off, being like, charge it to the game. Well, it's going to come back to me. Well, isn't he famously like, I'm a billionaire, but it's like, he's so in debt that it's like it's hard to determine for also sure. i think he's uh maybe falling out of favor with the good folks at gap adidas right. balenciaga right, right so that very profitable lane for him might have uh dried up a bit right, right if right. i can judge that by uh how stagnant some of the recent items are on grailed yeah adidas is like we're already made by a German. yeah we're Relax. already on thin ice Relax. yeah <laughs> kanye x hugo boss yeah um Okay, so Love is Blind, we set it up. George, off the top of your head, how many pods are there in oh. the Love is Blind pods? Have you ever paused the screen and counted? Pause. Uh, <laughs> 16? I think there are 20. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, so it's like two, obviously, connected. I just did like a Rain Man, like, yeah. <laughs> in my head count. <laughs> I'm dumping pods out on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 20. And I do like the aerial shots of, like, the dark liminal no man's land yes. around the pods and then like the it's like a sci-fi dystopia type thing it is and man. one of my suggestions for the show would be in addition to why do they have to get married can't they just date wouldn't it lead to all the same drama one of my suggestions is before they leave the pods we should never see close-ups it should be the aerial bird's eye authoritarian yes. view oh yes we see from like completely GTA above two, gta yeah. one where you're and then eye. when they leave the pods we find out what they look like yes because we only that's know good. a little bit before yo that's really good but i think netflix is like oh we need to make an attachment with these people right away like they also should just live in the pod they no should. no common room yeah. everybody lives in the pod they they only wake they get food slid to them under the door prisoners prisoners they're Yes, this is the pod. They're in a pod prison. And the only communication they have is with these people. And you switch every once in a while. So mm. so you get the only, maybe a guard will come in with like a pillowcase over his head. Sorry, can and, I interject? I think the pod should be on like a track so they can rotate. Okay, there we go. There yeah, we go. This yeah. is what I was trying to figure so out. So it's like you're truly a prisoner in the pod. Although and you're an getting rotated. guard coming and mm. like just taking them to the next pod would be kind of right. sick too. But They're like, handcuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, the in the kink.com dungeon. I also think that um, all of the girls should just be hot black Republicans. Like a Candace Owens type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that who you were trying to get me to say, Candace Owens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy, and then we just watch the guys slowly figure out, like, oh. <laughs> well, also, okay, we should take a break, but I do have lots of thoughts when we come back. How many? What's the percentage of guys do you think that would be turned off by, by a black Republican queen? I will ponder, and we will come back after this break. All Don't right. touch that dial. All right. All right. Nice. I've never seen so many, so many NA drinks get consumed. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I love. It. I bought some uh, NA beer. Nice. Uh, oh, sorry. I told, I told you we were gonna have the Edna's cocktails, oh, but yeah. I I didn't pick them up. Oh no worries, I, man. No worries. Next I'll time. get them next time. Next time, dude. All right. So we're back, right? We are back. <laughs> we are so back, folks. So to answer your question, George, <laughs> uh, personally, I think all women are beautiful, uh, regardless of you know type, demographic, polit political affiliation. 
put me in the pod i'm fucking falling in love perfect yeah so it's not a deal breaker for you no yeah i i do unironically think i would do very well in the pods nice well i mean it's you know we're professionals at talking right i kill it in the pod right yeah. potting is literally but what we like, do yeah of course like once you transition a sight unseen relationship to the real world things can go apart. wrong yeah yeah <laughs> whereas like i don't know why we need to keep watching this to have the same shit reiterated time and time again because where it all starts to fall apart and this may be obvious to some people <laughs> listening but when they get out in the real world and they realize there are other people that exist yes and they are hot and even <laughs> other people from the pods are frequently a source of jealousy or contention and they are hotter than the girl that yes. they've proposed to or the guy that they've uh, accepted the proposal from and, and this is a bit of a hiccup <laughs> it can be a bit of a roadblock and i will say the show should have the balls to get people who are ranging the scale from like models to like troglodytes you know what i mean it's exactly be a true melting pot i believe whereas so the too. show is like you know you could argue maybe they're not quite as good looking as some other reality shows but it's like they're all pretty normal if not attractive people right there are there are very few just across the board uggos yeah there are very few yeah there's really no one on the show who um i guess like defies conventional beauty standards yeah. regardless of like whether you think they're you know hot or not they're all pretty average to hot looking yeah so i i think look netflix do the author authoritarian bird's eye view get some really uh rugged looking people in there don't make them marry that's a better show totally also speaking of ugliness the font in this show the mm. love is blind font is the worst goddamn shit i've ever seen it's cheap it's tacky it literally feels like the first font they found where they're like, well, good enough. The dumbest people alive are going to watch this show. It's good enough for them. Because <laughs> it's like the sans serif, uh, all caps. This shit? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it just looks cheap, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it. Ugh. And like the effects of like the uh, light shining off it. Just terrible, terrible. Yeah, it it pains me from a design standpoint. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, 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 I feel that. But I guess if you're watching this, you know what you're in for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, introducing our cast of characters. Yes, we have Brent, the uh, dropout Nike king. Yes, he, he works is, at Nike. He is the fashion demon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, have, he, uh, he seems like a cool guy. He does, and I like should cool say guy. we've only seen half the season. Yes, I guess we'll talk. We'll do a part two. <laughs> we'll to this. do. Yeah, maybe an expedited part two. I don't yeah. know if we'll have a ton to say. Yeah. But yes, so we have Brent, who seems like a pretty good guy. We have Irina, who's a Putin girl, a Russian spy. She seems very <laughs> visibly unhinged yes. uh, from early on. Yes. By the way, I was listening to some Russian music the other day. <laughs> and uh, there's this band called Agatha Christie, because Russian <laughs> bands love to name their band after just like a person. Right. <laughs> um, and... Uh, there's another Russian band called Uma Thurman, which is awesome. That's so dope. Um, and the first line of their first album, their first song goes, when I arrived, you were already gone. I forgot that you were a boat. Whoa. That makes you think. Dude, here's the problem with Russians. <laughs> they keep thinking people are boats. <laughs> this is why it's this Ukraine conflict is going on, dude. Yeah, they thought it was all about boats. They thought, yeah, dude. <laughs> 
I keep thinking people are boats. Like, we're just breaking some boats. What's so the deal? What's the problem? So that's presumably in the context of a relationship, right? Uh, yes, I believe yeah. that's a metaphor. I was going to say, it's not like magical realism shit, which this pod famously hates. I mean, Russians do fuck with magical mm, realism heavy, I but know. I do think Irina thinks that Zach is a boat. <laughs> so when Irina meets Zach, she says, you look like a cartoon character. Yes. What the? That's never explained, right? Uh, we, do but, we ever really know what she means by that? But you know what? I guess I'm 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 showing my hand here because I'm also a little Russian. I got a little yeah, Russian yeah. in me. I kind of know what she meant. I kind of wait. What? Yeah, I kind of vibe with it. He does kind of have wait a cartoony face. Are you saying like a Russian person's cartoons they would have seen look like him? Don't, don't you find that he looked a little bit like caricature? I mean, he looked a bit. His uh, he looked a bit like Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler, where he fucking doesn't blink. I think his facial expressions were a little bit cartoony. Mm. They were a little bit over the top. Whereas our King Paul betrays very little emotion on the face and is yes. a, a real Lex Friedman type. Who if you she? Will. Who it turns out she likes more after they yeah. get out of the pod. Paul and Irina would be a crazy matchup. They do not have anything in common. I would say they would be like a serial killer couple for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Irina probably does some of the bizarrest shit I've ever seen on this particular show where, you know, so the each gender has their own common room that they can retire to after these marathon dating sessions. And someone I forget who is like crying, really upset. And Irina is like creeping beneath the counter to like eavesdrop. And she's laughing like she can't stop laughing. This delights her that another person is in pain. She's truly evil. Like, she... And she tells this whole sob story about like, oh, I was bullied so much for my acne scars, whatever. And then it's just the worst human. She's definitely pro-Russia. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's like, Putin has some... Putin's right to... Ru... Ukraine was infringing on borders. <laughs> they shouldn't have joined NATO. <laughs> yeah, Ukraine was out of pocket. They had to get in line. I feel like she has the uh, quote-unquote wrong views on everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's a she's a wild one. And I think she's 25, right? Yes. Most of them are like mid 20s to early 30s. Yeah. I think uh Brent is a bit older. He's kind of like mid 30s. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's more established, I think. Yeah. Um we have Paul who you mentioned who is uh, our energy god of the season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um and he's some sort of scientist, right? Like a biologist. He's a yeah, he's a microbiologist. <laughs> Interesting. Specializing in micropenis <laughs> George, George and I have been doing this bit about uh, instead of Microsoft Flight Simulator it's Microsoft Micropenis Simulator <laughs> I don't really know how we came up with it but it's just very funny Micropenis Stimulator okay moving on <laughs> bars that's uh, what they call me in college the idea of being an energy god is like so funny because on last season yes. SK, SK proclaimed himself to be the energy god and he was like Which, the, the most low energy guy what, ever so yeah. funny <laughs> he's somebody who needed more energy yeah oh definitely he needed a, a jolt <laughs> a jolt energy drink um, Jackie yeah. Jackie uh, who's a dental assistant who's a poor babe a poor babe yeah. as you described before uh, well she also seems to be like Oh, my past flings were with like tall, cool, tattooed ball players. Like I'm making an exception for you, right? To, who, uh, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall Mathers. Yes. Um, who is uh, so the... that's? I think that's kind of a red flag if you get with somebody and they're like 
all my exes. Total opposite of oh, you. Oh, yeah. It's like, you red flag. You seem a bit hung up on them or a bit disappointed that I'm not like in this mold. I've watched the show enough that I'm like, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. The other oh, totally. huge red flag is when after they get out of the pods, they propose to themselves. They go like, it, they say things like, we just connect on a deeper level. Yeah. Or we, when the couples that are not boning, but constantly go on about, we connect on different level. The yeah. physical relationship will come. It's like, I don't know, guys. I've seen a few seasons of this. It's, you know, not a good sign if the couples are not finding a physical connection pretty quick. Where they're going like, our souls are just connected. Yeah. We, we, we get each other. We sleep in different beds, but our, yeah. our souls are banging every night. This is a huge red flag. Yeah. Huge red flag. It's tough. So, um, yeah, so Jackie's uh guy that proposed to her is, yeah, as you said, Marshall, he's the method man. Uh, he's a math <laughs> guy, he's a big math guy, just a numbers guy. They got a lot of STEM dudes, yeah, they do, yeah, STEM representation. Um, Micah, there's Micah, who's a pog, yes. That <laughs> for those of you who have never listened to this pod before, that is a fat ass white girl, yeah, yeah, and Micah and Irina seem kind of in cahoots originally yeah but then there's tension when micah ends up leaving with paul and paul reveals that uh irena was still kind of flirty with him yes leading to a tense confrontation at a bar where irena laughs and says i probably wouldn't sleep with them <laughs> yes it's like hmm okay well i appreciate that you were honest um i probably won't invade ukraine yeah <laughs> yeah irena's i don't know I'm trying to put my finger on it, like how, just how she's unhinged. It's like there's a screw loose there. Yes, yeah. There's some. There's a screw that's supposed to keep your emotions in check that just isn't in her. For sure. You for know. Sure. Yeah. No. For sure. For sure. Like it's so weird to be laughing at other people's pain so obviously. She's so. She's the most Russian dude. She's is so is that like a Russian thing? Yeah. To like oh yeah. Laugh for sure. at people for being weak. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It was. Okay. It's so funny how Russian she is. <laughs> you were laughing at everybody crying on this season. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, we should also say we watched a few episodes together in the hotel. Yes, we did. Yeah, and then I'm one episode ahead of you, I believe. I fell asleep with my vape in my hand under the bed covers, <laughs> and then yeah. I woke up like, "Where's my vape? Yeah. Where's my vape?" Well, I I also struggled to find mine in the morning too. <laughs> that can happen, man. Thought I slept on my vape. Um, you thought you would swallow it in the night. <laughs> yeah. The average human swallows six spiders and six <laughs> vapes a year. Yeah. Where are these numbers coming from? <laughs> the Nick Lachey Science Lab. High five, Nick Lachey. Um, we have Zach, who we mentioned is, uh, according to Arena, looks like a cartoon character. Yeah. So what's Zach's demeanor? It's a bit intense. He fully American Psycho stares into the pod he... wall when he talks to these girls. <laughs> it's so insane. Yeah. And Zach, so Zach's whole eye contact thing made me think about a story that a buddy told me about going on a, and my buddy is much more normal seeming than Zach is, I should say. He's not like intense. He's like pretty laid back. Uh, he went on a first date with a girl from like Tinder or wherever. And the girl said halfway through, can you not look me in the eyes when you talk? It's too intense. Whoa. And it's like, well, where else are you supposed to look? Right. Well, <laughs> sounds like she was asking for a little tit peek. <laughs> I like that. That's how you interpret this. You're like... <laughs> It was a come on. Well, there's only one other place to right. look. It's like, yeah. 
<laughs> she was like, eyes down here, mister. <laughs> Whoa, you better objectify me. Don't try to make a connection. There's only two places to look. Yeah. On the torso or the, the upper half well, of if, a girl. If you're seated at a, like across a table, I think it was. Right. That's what I'm mean, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard the uh, dark psychology trick of like staring at somebody's forehead to make them uncomfortable? Oh my God. No. <laughs> I'll start doing it to you. <laughs> um wait so is that our main cast and crew because also the way the show works you're introduced to some people in the first episode who get caught yeah, in the yeah. show. well these are all people who end up being As proposed couples. to or yeah. proposing that and i i will couple. say one thing i'm bothered by is that um zach ended up not working out with Irina. yeah and then he's going after bliss who was another girl who he almost went for in the pods yeah I think if you leave the pods and that relationship ends, you're fucking done. Right. You're off the show. Right. Like, did they do that in previous seasons? They did. Yeah. I just hate that. Yeah. See, my deal with reality TV is like, yes, it's garbage, but there need to be rules. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's like, don't show me a new person who shows up as a Bachelor contestant halfway through the season. I like that. Doesn't count. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. We live in a society. We, we live in a society. And it's like, if you want me to invest my energy into the dumbest shit i've ever seen it better adhere to that set of rules yeah yeah, yeah. i get that i get that when you okay. make amendments you yeah just yeah yeah this is in the this is in the constitution <laughs> thomas jefferson wrote that so there's one so yeah so brett ends up with uh with uh oh shit i didn't write her name down um tiffany sorry tiffany, tiffany yeah who seems like a good fit from who what we've a, seen who as they're romantic sizing each other in the pods um she falls asleep in oh, middle yes, mid yes. conversation at one point which, and he gets pissed like a little bitch well honestly i would be pissed too would you yeah I, I, I would be pissed i think i'd be understanding i don't know if the chick from last season doing jumping jacks oh i'd be pissed about that as well that was bullshit i i would honestly kind of be upset if somebody fell asleep in the middle of me speaking but it is such a weird situation it's like eh, dude, you're whatever. on comfortable couches you're drinking you're yeah you're talking late into the night and I it's think like she you was have well... no idea what time is outside the pods because i don't i don't think they have a window to the outside no do they? it's like a casino it's all internal yeah. um and girls get sleepy man think about girls girls they get sleepy they put on five blankets they be napping yeah 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 and never nap be a man <laughs> <laughs> for sure dude oh for sure i also think it's funny Maybe she was saying this, that she had just had like a 10 hour date or something and Dude, was tired after that. That was a little peek behind so the curtains. I thought it would be regimented by time. Like you get an hour, yeah. you get two hours, then you have to leave. Yeah. I didn't know you could literally just go crazy because, you know, in the real world, there's a natural end point to yes. a date. You know, it's okay. We've had our dinner. We've gone to see our movie. We've, you know, had a few drinks at this bar. And now we're going to settle up and maybe choose. Do we go somewhere else or not? But it's like, there's a very natural endpoint. Whereas in a pod, if you're hitting it off and you have no responsibilities other than being in the pod, I guess you can just stay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess they want to because they want to get to know the person that yeah. they may marry as much as they can, right? So, yeah, it's weird. But anyway, yeah, so um, he ends up with her. She's kind of bored. They're just like a cute couple. There's nothing much to say. Yeah, about it them. doesn't. Although I will say I found it very tacky when he met her friends and they were like, you have such a great girl here. Don't hurt her. We know where you live. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're just 
regular ass women like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about yeah 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 <laughs> it's so cliche and i think he played it off well being like yep she's terrific not even like dignifying that really yes whereas i feel like if i had been him i would have been like shut the fuck up like you're not <laughs> gonna do anything <laughs> wait you're gonna unfriend me on instagram Ooh, yeah. like yeah. shut up yeah um uh so brett and tiffany Irina and zach who end up as we said, breaking up and Irina uh, starts to pursue covet, if you will, Paul, the energy God. (laughs) And do not covet your uh, pods neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Your neighboring pod. Uh, Paul and Micah. uh, What do you think about Micah so far? Uh, From what we've seen? Well, told you what i think about her she's a paw i mean you're certified yes, certified blue check mark paw george I, I know you're very superficial i'm trying to move a bit deeper oh. i'm saying i know you think she's attractive what do you think of her as a person oh, dude as maybe an love, entity maybe love is blood i think you have a point you're like dad ass doe i'm like no no <laughs> what about her um folks I'm, I'm the sensitive one on this podcast now <laughs> this pog la, LA changed me, yeah man. la made me a cuck um yeah, I I like Micah. I think she's. Yeah. I think she um, seems reasonable. Yeah, she's. I mean, uh, she's. Yeah, she seems cute and sweet and oh, very, so I was gonna very say kind. And, another and couple, uh, Kwame and Chelsea. I I said this to you about Chelsea. I've never been so convinced that a woman kisses her dog on the mouth. Yeah, Chelsea. It's just like, I know she does it. Like it's crazy. That was my first thought when she was on screen. Yeah, Kwame maybe. Kwame maybe Kwame maybe dude that was my first thought when he he showed up on screen you were riffing man uh I was as convinced that she kisses dogs as um the kid in there's someone in your house listens to Radiohead oh yeah weird kid I was as convinced that she kisses dogs as I was convinced that Kwame the song that he allegedly came up with on the spot and freestyled for Chelsea in that one episode that he wrote that song. Dude, don't Kwame, don't act like you didn't write that song six weeks before you got on the show. I do. I think that was a written, not that a was, freestyle. Dude, he was cannabis in that, in that room, yeah. in that booth. I, yeah, I don't like any of the singing on the show. When people burst into song, never good. So cringy. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> um what do you think about because i've had friends say different stuff some people are like the pods should be one episode then they're out and i've also had friends be like it should all be in the pods what do you think because they usually spend about two to maybe three episodes and then everybody's out of the pods i think the most interesting part of the show is the pods and and the right after the pods where they go on like their little vacation and then when they get to their the quote-unquote real world yeah and go about their, their quote, terrible quote, real apartments. lives and then start slowly breaking up. <laughs> um, that's the most uninteresting part of the show. So, yeah. so I think the pods and uh, immediately after is, is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. And then they should be like one or two episodes after that. Agreed. Yeah. 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 There's too much. Yeah. There's too much outside of the pods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was laughing, uh, thinking about like, you know how the proposals are very funny in the pods and like they they do like a real proposal and the guys get dressed up and get down on one knee even though the person knee. has no way of seeing i was, I was like, thinking about that i'm like i just wouldn't get on a knee dude I just propose i was thinking how funny would it be if a guy just came in like shitty 
Reebok shorts from like <laughs> 2006 that he sleeps in. A tall tee, a backwards white baseball cap. Like, yeah. I'm down on one knee proposing, babe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm in my finest attire. <laughs> and then they see it later. They watch it. They watch back the tapes later. <laughs> also, who was it? There was a comment about like, oh, I'm wearing this color of dress. And then the guy was like, babe, I'm wearing a, a shirt that color as well. It's like, he was to his credit, but it's yeah. like, you could just lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be so funny. You could lie to your advantage. <laughs> you could, you could. That'd be, but then they would watch back the tapes, man. It's dangerous mm. business. Um, That'd be so funny if like the guy was like, oh yeah, sounds like a similar color. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> just red. He's naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't had anyone get fully nude in the pods. Not yet. I mean, the temptate. I don't know what the temperature is in there, <laughs> to just but... jerk off in the pod. <laughs> well, that, but also just be like, ah, it's kind of toasty. I'm just going to strip down to my boxers. Yeah. Oh, that's true, too. That's true, too. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, What? Oh, I was going to say, I saw this really interesting uh, post on the subreddit. I won't oh. run it by you. Yeah. Someone had this idea. What if before they met, each person has like a sketch artist, like communicate, like, they tell to a sketch artist, this is what I think my partner in the pod looks like. Whoa. And then when they meet, because there's always the conversation about like, am I what you thought? And yeah. they always are very inarticulate, like, yes, or no, I thought you'd be whatever. It would be cool to have the sketches to compare to the person. That would be so funny. Because then you would get to see like a more detailed uh, kind of description of what they were expecting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I, I definitely think uh, they should play with that more. Uh, and they should play with the, as you said, the casting a little bit more. Um, I think uh, they should cast a bunch of Chet Hankses, I told you. Right. A bunch of Ch Chet Hanks type <laughs> white guys with yeah. like do, just doing black sand. And then they come out of the pod and it's like, oh, I oh thought, I've always been. I, I thought you knew. I'm just Chet Hanks. The guys, are, the girls are like, I thought you'd be taller <laughs> i might be different somehow um yeah it was very funny when zach was like you know we're in the pods Irina doesn't know anything about me she doesn't even know what race i am it's like zach, zach. come on i think it's pretty apparent from zach. everything <laughs> i think she has an idea you might be a white guy yeah. she has a semi-informed idea yeah yeah but it's like i love how he flatters himself into being like i'm completely anonymous i could be anyone it's like you're Zach. I could be Filipino. You hear how good I sing? <laughs> Zach. Zach. He looks like a cartoon character. He's trying to sneak past the border line. <laughs> the border He's patrol. like, I thought this was the cartoon lineup. I see Peter <laughs> Peter Griffin got in. Sir, sir. Bugs Bunny got in. Um, Damn, that's a really bad way to start out with someone. Like, you look like a cartoon character. It's so bad, man. And I feel like she has no tact or riz to really just say that. Like, even if you think it, it's not really great to say. Well, when they end up actually breaking up, she just goes. She she ethers him. Fully, oh, yeah. And he ethers her back. She was saying, like, I hated being in that bed with you. I couldn't stand it. She was like, I thought you were ugly from the beginning. Yeah. You're not my type at all. He was like, yo, me too. <laughs> me too. Dude, he was lying for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was like no man he was lying for sure <laughs> he was just trying to make himself feel better i hated you you were ugly cartoonish yeah. dick was small she yeah, just, yeah well she doesn't say all that but yeah, yeah they yeah. they really go off yeah and i i do agree i think he's kind of doing a thing where it's like you can't fire me i quit i hated it here it's <laughs> yeah. like 
"Eh, I think you were into it. And then he starts pursuing bliss. Yeah. And we get a non-pod proposal. Have you got to that point yet? Not yet. Okay. Well, keep watching. All right. I guess it would be a better podcast if we had both seen the exact same stuff (laughs) rather than me being like, boy, let me tell you about the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cover the end. Uh, there also is a crazy moment where um, our Nike designer guy is being quizzed about like, you know, you seem pretty bougie. What's like the most expensive thing you've ever bought? Like kind of from a place of like, your life seems under control, but like, I don't know, are you like a shopaholic? Like, how do you spend your money? Which is obviously important in relationships. And then he he tiptoes around it being like, well, you know, okay, so electronics are expensive. So let's not include that as a category. And it's like, wait, <laughs> do you buy like a banging Olufsen TV? What's going on? And then he, he's got about a PS5. He's kind, of, he's kind of cagey. And he's like, well, I spent about 1200 on like a piece of carry-on luggage. And it's like, that's, you know, quite a bit to spend on that. But it's not crazy. Like, I thought the number was going to be so much higher. It's like, I thought he would be the fashion demon. Yeah, the Valencia demon. I thought he'd be like... Well, recently I did spend fifty grand to get Kanye's uh, <laughs> Yeezy Jesus era mask, uh, the Marcella mask. As you know, it's fifty grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in a twelve hundred dollar carry on. Well, you thought that he was just saying that as like. I think it's. I think he lied. I don't think yeah. he told the truth. Yeah. I think if we did a full financial audit, we would find something much more <laughs> reckless. Just like uh, I was telling you at the comedy club, where uh, Ryan O'Neill, the the comic, goes <laughs> up, uh, asked me because he was grilling me for my shorts, <laughs> my, my my taste in pantwear. Right. Um, he was like, "What kind of porn do you watch?" Yeah. And I was like, "Tough question to get in front of a room full of people." And I, and I was like. I don't know man milfs like i just wanted to give the most yeah. middle of the road answer and he called me out on yeah. it so hard he was like milfs what is this 2005 like yeah. <laughs> are we just did you just discover porn like yeah did you just I, get out of jail <laughs> again like yeah, yeah were you just locked in the basement for the last six years um uh, yeah but was... dude i like i went a bit concerned because he turned he turned the gun on me afterwards he's like what kind of porn do you watch and I, I was kind of like, ah, don't make myself sound like a weirdo. I'm like, ah, casting coach. Yeah. Which maybe makes me sound like a bit more of a weirdo than just MILFs. I feel like I should have just gone so general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you did. Yeah. I feel like when you <laughs> like- pose that question from a room full of people, better to be super vague versus like, I got to watch this and 360p at this playback speed, like yeah, yeah. on this particular website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what time are we at right now? 26. Okay. Do we have anything more to say about Love is Blind? It's not a good show. Like, I wouldn't recommend people go and watch this season. No. And this, I, I used to enjoy it, but this season particularly, I'm like, I don't know if I want to keep just, watching this on my own accord. The premise is getting really stale. And, like, the group of people they picked is not super dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I saw an Instagram live of Shane from the previous season where he was like very clearly on hard drugs. Oh, like yeah. Tweaking out on math. Yeah. So I, I'm a bit worried about Shane. However, I do not think that is the fault of Love is Blind, the show. <laughs> no, no, no. Where um, were the parents at? Yeah. Oh, dude, have you have you ever watched Temptation Island? 
No, I haven't. Did I get you into that? No. No, but you told me about it. Because the host, Mark L. Wahlberg, is the greatest host. I think he should do every reality show. He has the middle initial because he killed someone. Because <laughs> he's also Mark Wahlberg, but, yeah. he, but he assassinated It's someone. like, personally, I can never have L as a middle initial because I've never taken one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be legally yeah, you Patrick can. W. Last name redacted. Um, <laughs> I think I've said my last name on this shit before, too. <laughs> also, you can very easily find me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mark L. Wahlberg should be the host. Yes. And apparently there's a fan petition to remove the current hosts who are barely in the show. Like they're not good. They're not a big part of it. Yeah. I think they should be way more present. Definitely. Yeah. They should be more of a presence. Um, they should. Uh, yeah. I, I think the fa- you, and you think the fans are going to going to riot <sighs> next season. Do you think they're going to riot? I don't know. Them? Also, it's like Capital people Riot. made a petition to like Game of Thrones should redo their last season. It's right, like, right, right. In what fucking world is that happening? Like, yeah. in theory, you can make a petition about anything. Doesn't yeah. mean it's going to have any tangible effect on the world. No, no. You know. Yeah. How often has a petition actually changed something? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> petition on petition.org. What are you doing? Yeah. Change.org. Change.org. Arm, oh, yeah. That's right. Arm change. the podcasters on change.org. <laughs> 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 i'm hanging out in a lot of bad neighborhoods these days i'm hanging a lot of, in a lot of weed dispensaries yeah <laughs> the militarization of our uh, weed cops yeah our green queens also real quick we our... should take a break in a moment but our uh cards initially didn't work so we had to like withdraw money from the atm oh god turns out interact technology is not what you would think it is yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. Not, it's not where you. It's not at the place where you think it is. No, sure. we put a man on the moon, but we can't get a debit card to work across the border, <laughs> folks. All right, let's cut to break. Break. Hey, loyalists, are you tired of burning your mouth when you go in for a sip of a freshly boiled beverage? As a part-time podcaster, I don't have time to wait for drinks to cool. I'm not following a liquid schedule. They're following my schedule. Drinks wait for me to cool. And if you're like me, you need Roofie. Roofie is the first ever burn protection for the roof of your mouth. When you're ready to sip that tea that literally just finished boiling, just insert your Roofie mouth guard and drain that chamomile. It's that easy. This morning, I'm at a fresh French press of coffee. Now, I don't have anywhere to go this particular morning, but I still wanted to drink my cuppa right away. So I popped a Roofie, and I proceeded to sip. That's it. Just being candid, I got really sleepy after that, and I can't remember the next three to six hours. But when I came to, the top of my mouth felt great. No blisters or tenderness. So for one easy payment of $69 plus shipping, you can be the proud owner of a roofie. And for just an extra $6.09, get the tongue domer as well. Tongue domers are made from durable latex and are coated in a pleasant slippery coating that feels good in your mouth. Just open the package and slide your tongue inside the tongue domer to avoid burning your tongue on hot-ass liquids. Don't wait. Get your roofies and tongue domers now. Don't wait for your drinks to cool like some kind of hobo. Get roofied today. (laughs) 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 The authority on it. Um, I was also going to say, what was I going to say? Um, oh man, I had a, a funny note here. Hold on. <laughs> you had a riff. Let me find this. A then written. We'll, then we'll start. Yeah, dude. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe this won't make it on the pod, but I was just thinking when uh, Tiffany fell asleep I, I and uh, Brett gets really upset, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Brett just started furiously yelling at the other side? <laughs> Wake up! Or like, you trying fucking to... bitch! Or, or pounding on the Because I wonder how hard is it to break through the barricade? <laughs> it's got to be reinforced, right? Yeah. There's no way it's like, well, dude, what if it was just flimsy rice paper the whole time? Yeah, you could yeah. just Kool-Aid man your way through. Holy shit. Like in the end of uh, the train, the fucking train movie. That's yeah. Is that, that train the movie? Train Snowpiercer, movie. where they break through the side of the yeah. train and escape into the yeah. real world. They break through the pod it, wall. It's got to be reinforced or else guys would be like, I can probably put my dick through this. <laughs> I, can get, I can get a little something. Yo, pod glory hole? Yo. Yo. Okay, we're gonna take that idea to browsers, so nobody, <laughs> nobody steal that. I also was thinking, dude, we're kind of like lib for some of our loyalists because they don't know what we look like. True, true. Yeah, we've never posted face yeah. on the uh, Instagram. Yeah, and you know they love us in Ohio, Seattle, Austin. They all think we're black and, <laughs> and cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone can listen to us and be like, these guys are cool. <laughs> um, all right. So, what was I going to say? We don't know what movie we're doing next week. It's a murder mystery. It's a mystery, wink, what we're doing. Two. But it's full of murderers, wink. Yes. It might be a sequel. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think we'll probably do murder mystery. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm said like, I don't trust our fans enough to decipher that clue, so I better <laughs> call it out. <laughs> They're no Benoit Blancs like, like me. <laughs> Your brothers are pouring over the audio like it's the Zodiac letters. <laughs> it's a codex. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we'll do that. And then maybe we'll pick something more critically acclaimed after. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I think we should do something that like we wouldn't hesitate to recommend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been consuming any other media? So I read a play recently, which I was going to teach for school called uh, Cottagers and Indians. And it's uh, pretty good. It's by this guy, Drew Hayden Taylor. And it's about this uh, real life um, strife happening in uh, Ontario. This uh, indigenous dude is like planting uh, this wild rice, replanting this lake with wild Whoa. rice, which grows very, very high above the, the lake, the waterline of the lake. And uh, all these people from Toronto have cottages along mm. the side of this lake. And so this is destroying their property values. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, they're, they're now unable to boat. They're unable to swim. And, but this indigenous guy is like, well, you know, uh, basically settlers and society has, mm. is what made this wild rice go extinct. So he's sort of bringing the land and his people have relied on this wild rice for generations. And so he's sort of trying to bring this wild rice back to its natural Mm. Uh, habitat and so the play is this conversation between so there's only two characters this maureen who represents the cottagers and then um arthur right. who represents who is this indigenous guy um and it's this argument this back and forth hmm. argument like who is right who has right. more right to this lake basically yeah and, like and, who should dictate the use of this land who yeah should, yeah and it's really cool because sort of the author is really great i really like him he he's good about being very objective and taking both sides, uh, seeing both sides. Heard it like both ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, like as the play goes on, you're, you're sort of oscillating. Like you don't really know whose side is the right side. Cause um, yeah, it's a tough question and it's, it's cool. It's, it's based on a real event and um, it's very interesting and it, yeah, it's very thought provoking. Yeah. I read that. So you said you are going to now teach it. I'm going to teach think? it now. Yeah. Nice. 
pretty good. We went outside the other day with the class. We were reading it outside. It's pretty, it pretty sick. Uh, I should say also, this is the first shorts day of the year and we're sitting inside podcasting with the door closed and the blinds drawn. Yeah, we got to get out of like here. Like some real vampires. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm headed out to a friend's place pretty quick. Same. Um, yeah, so I read the insane book that I got at uh, Lethal Amounts. Yeah, man. A book that was sold to me in a plastic cover, which rarely happens. Yes, for unless you're non pornography and non American psycho. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was like 130 pages. I don't know what the fuck I just read. Shit. It was very bizarre. So there's no plot. It's just like the author. I, I'm unclear because at a certain point, I'm like, oh, it's a character he's doing. Yeah. This isn't him just writing. This is. A but bit. by the end, I'm like, this seems like him maybe. Uh huh. And. A, I could only find a few references to this book online. It seems to not really exist. Uh, but a lot of the descriptions, like this is an autobiography oh. or like it's biographical. Whoa. So very weird. Um, the narrator, perhaps the author speaking as the narrator, seems to have a real preoccupation with violence, sexual abuse, uh, kind of marginal lives, drug use, um, picking up you know homeless women prostitutes uh yeah i don't know what i read it was good i think i enjoyed it written by Raphael, the uber driver <laughs> dude this is like a journey into Raphael's consciousness <laughs> yeah it's like there was no plot and after a certain point it's like i got to the last page and it's like this is just ending like i i don't know what i really gained from this but i think i enjoyed it cool uh, yeah, it's it's bizarre. I'll have to let that one settle. Um, so that's Granite City Blues from a publishing house called Amphetamine Sulfate. And we were looking in the airport at the other titles they published. Oh, yeah. They all look very disturbing and transgressive. One is just like a wet finger on the cover. It's so gross. It's Alone by Thomas More. <laughs> and the header is Has Grinder Killed Psychic Gay Powers? A question I've often mulled over. But yeah, it's like a photo of a child and then someone's wet finger going through it's, the photo towards dis- the viewer. Disgusting. It, it's so gross and visceral. Yeah. Um, Thomas More is one of the best writers the world has in stock. And I always <laughs> expect a ton from what, what he writes. But even so, alone is beyond the pale. Immaculate, febrile, deadly, a complete stunner. From Dennis Cooper, who I think is also quite a, I think he's quite well known, like transgressive gay writer okay um yeah i don't know maybe i'll buy some more of these disturbing books maybe they would even publish something of mine one day and there can be 30 copies and two goodreads (laughs) reviews and i may or may not exist if only yeah so i think that's pretty much it for other media i consumed um the latest paris review was very good read that on the plane ride out yeah um yeah i'll get into some pods from the other lab participants we met yeah man um yeah maybe we'll learn how to meander a bit less maybe not maybe not it's funny you know because cosmo has put out these articles for decades being like it's all about foreplay sensual foreplay yeah but when you have a 40 minute rambling intro to your pod everybody's like you need to timestamp when the movie talk begins (laughs) so you know it's just funny i just find it funny yeah we're just trying to titillate you folks yes there's a lot of foreplay allow yourself to be titillated yeah you deserve it (laughs) <laughs> lay back unzip your pants and listen to this podcast and with that that's a good a point as any uh bye all right see you guys next week
Bye. Bye.